Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker. Today, I'm going to be telling you how you can increase your chances of success by 538%. And if you think that sounds great, I'm going to tell you how to take it even further and increase your chances by an additional 77%. I know that's a lot of math. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Robin is a wife and mom to three teenagers, two dogs, and a betta fish. She is a fifth-generation entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience creating, building, and running businesses. She keeps it real about raising kids while building a company and gives you the strategy and accountability to finally quit winging it. Her mission? To help you build your business strategically so you can have more financial stability and in return, more flexibility and time with your family. for marketers that reported success according to a coschedule.com statistic. Some of you are still trying to figure out that math from the intro, but if you want to increase your chance of success by 538%, there's one thing that you can do. But first, I want to start with 2018. How many of you set a goal last year? The funny thing is, a lot of people will tell me that they did set a goal, but they can't remember what it is. And actually, that's really common. So if you set a goal last year, did you complete it? Did you achieve it in 2018? Most people love the first step of goal setting, the dreaming phase. We do the vision boards, New Year's resolutions. We've all got the Pinterest boards. We have all the big ideas, and they all sound amazing. But unfortunately, they don't all come to pass. Have any guess on what percentage of New Year's Eve goals are actually achieved? 8%. Only 8% of New Year's resolutions are actually achieved. That means 92% fail. The interesting thing is about when they actually fail, when most of us decide that we are not going to move forward with this goal. According to John Acuff's book, Finish, most goals fail on day two. What happens on day two? Well, the goals feel overwhelming. We're not quite sure how to get started or we're too busy. Unfortunately, sometimes deep down, we don't believe we can actually do it. So what do we end up doing? We just start doing things and hope it works out. We just start taking action and throwing things against the wall and hoping they stick. I wanna tell you a little story about winters in Wisconsin. People in Wisconsin take their winter sports seriously. Our elementary school that I taught at actually took our kids to the ski hill and took ski lessons as part of our gym curriculum. It was an amazing program. So all the kids and teachers would go out to the ski hill four times a year. I was a fifth grade teacher at the time, and so I would actually snowboard with my students. It was so much fun. I wasn't a great snowboarder, but I was athletic enough to not really seriously get hurt. So flash forward about 12 years when my kids are all in elementary school at the school I used to teach at. 
So throughout those years, as my kids started going to the ski hill, I would usually be in the lodge with a toddler or an infant. And those of you with young kids know how fun that would be. But then eventually it got to a point where I didn't need to be in the lodge anymore. My husband would always ski with the kids. And it came to a point where the kids said, mom, I think you should come ski with us. So all of you who haven't done any competitive sports in the last 10 or so years, you know how it is. You remember how you used to be. You remember how you used to be able to run miles with no trouble, play on the soccer field, do all the things that used to come so easily to us when we were young. Well, this is my moment. I'm picturing in my head how easily I used to be able to ski and snowboard. And I thought, sure. So I throw on some skis. That was about all the planning I did, that skiing would be a little safer than snowboarding at this point in the game. So I jumped in headfirst, said, all right, guys, I'm going with you. So we go up to the top of the hill and go down a few times and it's no problem. I'm just kind of blindly following my family and going where they go. So one time we go off of the chairlift go over the crest of a hill. And I'm thinking, I didn't even know this was a ski hill. I don't even remember ever going down this hill. So I start to go over the crest of the hill. I notice a sign to the side, may or may not have had a diamond on it, may or may not have been black. <laughs> we head down and I'm thinking, oh shoot, this, this doesn't look good. It was way too steep for me, but unfortunately, as we do when we go blindly down a path, it was too late to turn around. So I'm panicking. And what happens when you panic? You make it worse. So I try to start thinking, planning, and it's too late. I feel myself slip. And what happens then? You try to course correct, which usually makes things worse. So in slow motion, I'm feeling the fall coming. I start the tumble and there's nothing I can do to slow it down. So I am tumbling down the hill. Unfortunately, this hill happened to be underneath the chairlift. So as I'm going down, I'm hearing kids say, oh my gosh, is that Mrs. Walker? Is that Zoe's mom? So not only am I tumbling down the ski hill, but I'm hearing middle schoolers comment on my fall. I get to the very, very bottom and see my family standing there and hear them say, that was awesome. Those of you with teens know what I'm talking about. But unfortunately, this is what we do in our businesses and with our goals. We have the big vision. We think we can find a way to make it happen. We go to the top of the hill and blindly head down a path that may or may not have been right for us. Once we realize it's not, we do our best to course correct, but it's too late. And usually we end up making it worse. We are skipping a step. Sometimes we are blindly following someone else's path or we don't wanna know what we don't know. It's not that fun sometimes to do the research or make a plan. Some of you are not wired that way, and that's okay. What have we been told since 1988? Just do it. But really, in reality, it's more like just wing it. And sometimes that's okay. It's okay to need help with the plan, and it's okay to not know what to do next. Not to hate on Pinterest, but just trying hard is not going to make your dreams come true. 
Hustle is great, but that is not the deciding factor on if you achieve your goals. You may be working on the wrong things. I had a coaching client last year that was unhappy in her business and struggling to create an offer. When we broke it down, she realized she was serving an audience that was the same people she had been trying to leave behind when she left her corporate job. That was the path that felt comfortable, but it wasn't what she truly wanted. It is why nothing felt right. Sometimes we can't see that for ourselves and we need outside help with strategy or a plan. That's okay. Top performers get help with the plan. How many Olympic athletes do you know that don't use a trainer? Many of our group members, and this could be you, come from a helping profession. You were trained to do what you're great at and what you love, but you weren't trained how to strategically plan or how to take your business to the next level. So it is no wonder that sometimes all that business stuff, the opt-ins, email lists, visibility, SEO, that all gets overwhelming. You know what you're good at. You know you just want to serve people doing what you love and help support your family, right? So the plan may be the hard part for you. So you need strategic planning. Where do you begin? We need to fill the gap between dreaming and doing. In a minute, I'm going to go through a little exercise, um, and we have a free download for you that you can grab that will help you map out your next step. But first, I want to talk about why do you need a plan? A lot is at stake with your time. Time spent in your business is time spent away from your family and those that you love. You don't want to waste your time winging it. Those of you with young kids, everyone tells you time goes fast. Well, they're right. The days are long, but the years are short. Do not waste your time. A plan gives you focus. A plan gives you less overwhelm. A plan gives you a path to follow. It makes decisions easier, and it helps you say, maybe someday, but not today. A plan gives you peace and purpose. So let's tackle that middle step and work through a mini planning session. When I work with my clients one-on-one, -on -one, we go a lot deeper in this process and we add a lot more strategy, but I think still working through this worksheet is going to help you. And the worksheet is available at womensbusinessworkshop.com backslash dream plan do. The first thing you want to do is come up with three dreams that you have. Most entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas, a lot of dreams, a lot of different directions that they consider taking their business. For now, I want you to focus on three. After you write those down, and you can pause this podcast at any time to work through this worksheet, I want you to narrow down to just one. To start that process, look at your three dreams and decide which one would move your business furthest. Which one would make the biggest jump for your business if you were to achieve this dream? Next, I want you to look which of these dreams is the most doable? Which one could you really accomplish pretty quickly and pretty realistically? That should help you narrow down which dream to focus on. Once you do that, I want you to write down why this dream? Why this one? Why did you pick this one? And how will this change your business or life? and really take that down to the next level. So for example, if your dream is to double your clients per month, 
How will it change your business or life? Well, it might bring in a lot more income. It might double your income, but it also might require that you work more hours to be able to service those additional clients. So those are both things to consider. And let's say for your answer that it would bring in more income. In turn, what would that help? Would that help ease stress on your household? Would that allow you to donate more to your favorite cause? Would it allow you to put away savings that would give you peace of mind? So really take this down to past your first response. And once you work through that, I want you to ask yourself, is your business ready for this? Are you actually ready to double your clients? If you're going to double your clients, you really need to have a lot of things in place before you get to that next level. So if that's yes, you can slide right down the left side of the worksheet. But if it's no, I want you to ask, what do you need first? Do you need client onboarding process more refined before you double your clients? Do you need better follow-up? Do you need a VA to take over some of the jobs that you usually do that you will need your time to service your new clients. Then moving on, can you determine your five first action steps? If you can, keep going down the left side. If you cannot, ask yourself, what research do you need to do? Do you need to research what is client onboarding and how can I make this process better for my clients? Are there questions about this process? Where am I gonna find these clients? Who can you get help from? Is there someone you know that is a client onboarding specialist? Or is there someone you know that you could ask for help on scheduling apps or ways to make your process better? Fill in that box with any questions, research, or who you can ask for help. Then after that, we're going to move on to your first five action steps. These need to stand alone as a single step. A lot of the women I work with put down these huge chunk steps and those within themselves have much smaller steps. And that is where we get overwhelmed. For example, if your first action step is based on the research you need to do, it might say, set up a Zoom call with so-and-so to ask her for help on setting up a calendar app. That is a very simple step. You're not actually doing the Zoom call. You're just contacting them to set up the call, a very, very basic step. So you want to make sure all five of those steps, there's no step before it. It's You could just go do that step right now if you had to. Then once you have those five steps, I want you to narrow it down to just one, just one, the very first step you would have to do. And I want you to write that on a post-it. That is going to be your very first step to take to achieve this goal. The key, though, with this exercise is to really make sure that this dream or goal is really the next one you should focus on. So we have narrowed it down, but it would be a great step to ask someone for help on this. Either contact your coach, ask in your mastermind group, ask a biz bestie, Talk it through with someone to make sure that this is the best strategic next step for you. What was that secret to the 538% higher chance of success I mentioned earlier? 
According to CoSchedule.com, marketers who document strategy are 538% more likely to report success than those who don't. All it takes is documenting your strategy. Now that sounds easy, but that means that A, you have a strategy and B, it is documented. And if you want to increase your chances even more, if you report your weekly goal progress and check in with someone, you have a 77% higher chance of achieving your goal. So picture your revenue goal. Imagine 538% and 77% higher chance of meeting that revenue goal. That is exciting. I would be honored to help you meet that goal. I use all of these statistics that I've discussed when I create my programs so that you have the accountability, you have the documented strategy, and you have someone to check in with weekly to make sure you're completing these goals. It's okay if you don't know how to do the strategic plan or your plans end up overwhelming you. I can give you the action steps. We can check in regularly so that you can stay on the right path. If you are pretty good at doing the strategy part and you really need the accountability and just someone to talk it through, I encourage you to check out the Impact Membership Group. The Impact Membership Group is a group of like-minded women. They're all a few years into their business and they are all trying to reach their goals. They're holding each other accountable. We do two mastermind calls a week with a small group of 10 or less. So you really get to know everyone in your group. They get to know your business and you don't have to keep re-explaining everything to everyone. These women are driven, but what I love about them is they are really down to earth. They are not judgmental and they know that everyone has stuff going on. But the support and the camaraderie is unmatched. And I am very excited to invite you to come check out the Impact Membership Group. The Women's Business Workshop Podcast is brought to you by... Are you looking for some more accountability in your business? How about a strategic action plan to achieve your goals? Maybe wondering if the goal you chose is actually the right goal to help grow your business this year? Join us in the Impact Membership Circle. We're going to help you walk through what is the best strategic goal for your business in order to grow what is your strategic action plan and set of steps you need to take and then we're also going to offer you the accountability of a small group mastermind as well as a larger group training to help you actually follow through and achieve your goals in 2019. Right now we're forming mastermind groups for the next six-month session. If you're interested, please go to womensbusinessworkshop.com and look for the Impact Membership tab. Let's make 2019 your best year in business yet. So let's make your next quarter a quarter where you are achieving goal after goal and building your business in a focused and clear way. If you'd like to work together or join the impact group, feel free to join at womensbusinessworkshop.com. I want you to keep dreaming those big dreams, but just don't forget to plan. 